everyone. Welcome back to the Phoenix Society. I am your girl, Range Joy, your favorite metaphysical philosopher and hype girl. I am here to teach you what you should have learned in school. Today, we will be discussing chapters 19, 20, and 21 from The Power of Awareness by Neville Gardard. Okay, let's get started. Class is now in session. Chapter 19, Essentials. The essential points in the successful use of the law of assumption are these. First, and above all, yearning, longing, intense burning desire. With all your heart, you must want to be different from what you are, right? Second, cultivate physical immobility, a physical incapacity not unlike the state described by Keith in his ode to a nightingale. A drowsy numbness pains my sense, as though of hemlock I had drunk. It is a state akin to sleep, but one in which you are still in control of the direction of attention. You must learn to induce this state at will, but experience has taught that it is more easily induced after a substantial meal or when you wake up in the morning feeling very loath to arrive. Then you are naturally disposed to enter this state. The value of physical immobility imposes, exposes itself in the accumulation of mental force, which absolute stillness brings with it. It increases your power of concentration. Be still and know that I am God. When the body is stilled and the door of the senses closed to the objective world, the third and last thing to do is to experience in your imagination what you would experience in reality had you achieved your goal. Okay, so to review, the application of these three points is desire, physical immobility, and the assumption of the wish already fulfilled is a way to at one minute or union with your objective. One of the most prevalent misunderstandings is that, is that this law works only for those having a devout, mis, devout or a religious objective. This is a fallacy. It works just as impersonally as the law of electricity works. It can be used for greedy, selfish purposes as well as noble ones, but it should always be borne in mind that ignoble thoughts and actions inevitably result in unhappy consequences, right? Okay, so essentially you have to be, you have to have the desire to be something other than you are now. And one of the best ways to do this is he mentioned state akin to sleep. And that's because you are talking directly to your subconscious mind because your gatekeeper, whenever you're drowsy, your gatekeeper is not really paying attention to you anymore, right? Um, also, I don't know if you realize this, but your conscious mind can only do one thing at a time. Whereas your subconscious mind can do multiple things at a time. That's why when you first learn something, you get really tired. And then at some point when it becomes registered into your subconscious, your subconscious takes it over. And that's why it becomes second nature, like swimming or riding a bike or driving. That is your body using multiple body parts at once to complete an act. So that's why it's a good time when you're exercising. Because think about it, you're squatting, you're breathing, you're looking. These are all several actions being taken, being done by your body, which means your subconscious is being engaged, which is why active affirmations are a good time. Because anytime you're doing more than one thing at once, your subconscious is engaged. Although your subconscious hears you all day, there are better times to actually talk directly to your subconscious to others. So like when you, when you zone out, 
that's a good time. You can stare at a blank wall and just stare at it. And then at some point you would drift off into alpha state, right? And one of the reasons a state akin to sleep is good is because you're in your theta waves, which is, you know, a good time to, well, talk to God or your subconscious mind. You can also try using biurnal beats, the theta wave beats or the alpha wave beats as well, right? But you should just, um, but you just never know when, you, when you're in an alpha state. It happens throughout your day, right? So that's why you want to be conscious of what you're thinking because your subconscious hears everything, okay? Because it's always awake. Chapter 20, righteousness. Sin means to miss the mark, not to attain your desire, not to be the person you want to be is sinning. Righteousness is the consciousness of already being what you want to be. It is a changeless educative law that affects must follow causes. Only by righteousness can you be saved from sinning. A person living in abject poverty may believe that by means of some religious or philosophical activity he can be saved from sin, and his life improved as a result. If, however, he continues to live in the same state of poverty, it is obvious that what he believed was not the truth, and in fact he was not saved. On the other hand, he can be saved by righteousness. The successful use of the law of assumption would have had the inevitable result of an actual change in his life. So he can go and he can get Hail Marys and do confession and get communion. But if he doesn't change his state of poverty, uh, his state of consciousness, and it, it, it would be useless. It, it won't change the situation. You have to change your conscious mind first before it can be outpictured into your 3D reality. And unfortunately, that message have been lost, has been lost in the religious set. And it comes from, well, I'm not going to get into the, all the conspiracy theories, but I think it's actually fact, but I'm going to research it before I actually say it. So never mind. Back to Goddard. Those who are influenced and governed by outer appearances, the rules and customs of society in which they live, the vain desire to be thought well of by other men, unless this state of mind is exceeded, your life will be one of limitation, of failure to attain your desires, of missing the mark of sin. The righteousness is exceeded by true righteousness, which is always the consciousness of already being that which you want to be. One of the greatest pitfalls in attempting to use the law of assumption is focusing your attention on things, on a new home, a better job, a bigger balance. The righteousness is not the thing itself. It is the consciousness, the feeling of already being the person you want to be, of already having the thing you desire. The kingdom, entire creation of God, your I am, is within you. Righteousness is the awareness that you already possess it all, right? I love that, that you already possess it all because everything is already within you, right? You just have to assume it to be able to see it, right? He also points out, I like to hear that, the rules and customs of society in which they live. You are no longer held to those standards because you now know, well, I hope you know, that the beliefs and assumptions that you thought you knew are no longer true. What you see on the news from medical experts, from political people, those are their assumptions and beliefs that they are opposing upon you. Those are things that they were taught that they are opposing, imposing upon you. They don't even know if what they're telling you is the truth. Because at the end of the day, anything you assume repetitively and habitually will be true. So for instance, if a, if a specific demographic like black women giving birth there's a high, high percentage that black women will die giving childbirth. Well, if you are told that every time you go to the doctor, if that is being plastered around the news, that is something that you can believe or assume to be true. That is something that could worry you, cause you fear, cause you agonizing thoughts repetitively during your birth, 
that could result in that happening. Look at Ivanka Trump. Was that her name? Let me double. I'm sorry, not Ivanka. Ivana Trump. Ivana Trump. Ivana Trump died falling down the stairs, and her friend said that was a constant fear of her, right? So you can manifest bad things for yourself. That is why he said, uh, well, that's in the next chapter, actually, <laughs> never mind. But um, be careful what you think and, and be careful what you believe. Be careful because society in general is a bunch of fear mongering. It's a bunch of fear mongering. News, nothing but the cesspool of negative thought that people report, right? And it calls you to have these fears, which you fear, fear until it finally happens to you. Your parent, fear monger, you know, they'll, they, they want the best for you, but they don't realize that by being afraid for you, they are actually wishing that on you. So that's why you want to be careful what you wish for other people, right? Chapter 21, free will. The question is often asked, what should be done between the assumption of the wish fulfilled and its realization? Nothing. It is a delusion that other than assuming the feeling of the wish fulfilled, you can do anything to aid the realization of your desire. You think that you can do something, you want to do something, but actually you can do nothing. The illusion of the free will to do is but ignorance of the law of assumption upon which all action is based. Everything happens automatically. All that befalls you, all that is done by you happens. Your assumptions, conscious or unconscious, direct all thought and action to their fulfillment. To understand the law of assumption, to be convinced of its truth, means getting rid of all the illusions about free will to act. Free will actually means freedom to select any idea you desire by assuming the idea already to be a fact. It is converted into reality. Beyond that, free will ends and everything happens in harmony with the concept assumed. I will be is a confession that I am not. The, father, the Father's will is always, I am. Until you realize that you are the Father, there is only one I am. Your infinite self is that I am. Your will is always, I will be. So when you are unconsciously creating, you are always thinking from a I wish standpoint instead of a I am standpoint, right? Back to Goddard. It is impossible to do anything you must be in order to do. Let me repeat that one more time. One more time. You must be in order to do. So you must assume the state of the wish fulfilled before the actions, the inspired actions will come that would lead you down the path to being that person in the 3D reality that you have claimed to be in your 4D reality. If you had a different concept of yourself, everything would be different. You are what you are who you are. So everything is as it is. The events which you observed are determined by the concept you have of yourself right? Deny the evidence of the senses and assume the feeling of the wish fulfilled. Make your assumptions the highest, noblest, happiest concept. There is no better time to start than now. The present moment is always the most opportune in which to eliminate all unlovely assumptions and to concentrate only on the good. You also want to stir the highest in others, right? See them at their best right? As well as yourself, claim for others their divine inheritance. See only their good and the good in them. A change of fortune is a new direction and outlook, merely a change in arrangement of the same mind substance, consciousness. If you would change your life, you must begin at the very source, within your own basic concept of self. The essential change must take place in yourself, in your own concept of self. You must assume that you are what you want to be and continue therein, for the reality of your assumption has been in complete independence of objective fact and will clothe itself in flesh if you persist in the feeling of the wish fulfilled. When you know that assumptions, if persisted in, harden into facts, then events which seem to be uninitiated mere accidents 
will be understood by you to be the logical and inevitable effects of your assumption. The important thing to bear in mind is that you have infinite free will in choosing your assumptions, but no power to determine conditions and events. You can create nothing, but your assumptions determines what portion of creation you will experience, right? So essentially, you the only free will you have is what you, thoughts you choose, what conversations you have going on in your mind, what inner conversations you have going on, what thoughts you think, what images you picture, right? You have the choice to choose different ideas and live from the end of that idea. But you do not have the power to decide when and how. The how is up to your subconscious mind. That's why you don't focus on the how, you only focus on the end. It is done because creation is finished, right? Creation is finished. So you only have the ability to choose who you now can be, what you now want, what new desires pop up in your life because you are an ever evolving individual and you will always have desire. That is what makes life interesting. So you want to stay focused on your end goal. You want to live in your 4D reality. You want to remember that let's say you, you're manifesting YouTube fame. So when you uploaded your video today, you saw that you only had one view. But what you should be seeing is millions of views or however many views you want initially, right? Or maybe you're focused on subscribers. Right now, you only have two subscribers. But you make your content like you have 100,000 because you know that consciousness is your one and only reality. And if you keep persisting in that, it will harden into a fact and it will be outpictured into your 3D reality. So you have to live as that person right now. You have to have that success as that person right now, okay? And you do not want anything from society limiting you because if a person is unconscious, how can he even give you advice in the first place? Recession no longer applies to you. That's why businesses with the right mindset can outweather recession and actually make more money because they have an abundance mindset and mindset, and they know that con that consciousness is the one and only reality. If you look at famous people, they tell you it's all about the mindset. And until now, you probably thought it was hogwash, but now you know it's true. It's all about your mindset, guys. And whatever is in your 3D reality right now doesn't matter because that's just old thought. You know what I mean? That's just old thought. I don't remember what book it was, but I also remember someone saying this on a YouTube. Can't remember. I'm thinking. I think it was Create Your Future or something. But the, I think her name was Katie, and she was saying that there was an excerpt in Goddard from some book, and it was saying that when you chop the head off a snake, the snake still withers. So the snake, the body still wriggles, but at some point it will die, and that's kind of what your 3D is. It's still wriggling, the, the old thoughts and mindset still wriggling about. But if you stay true and persist in your new thoughts, your new conversations, your new being, the body will die. But if you don't, the head will grow back, something like that. So you just want to focus on living in your 4D reality each day, more and more every day. Live from your 4D reality, right? If something pops up in your reality that you don't like, you can revise it. If you're manifesting someone to act differently and they don't show up that way today, revise it, it happens. You can hear anything you want to be told in your imagination, right? And you want to remember that you are experiencing in your imagination what you would in reality it is about experiencing things not about getting something right because consciousness is your one and only reality and remind yourself of that as much as possible so by living in your consciousness you are becoming or you are already the person that you claim to be 
So if you are looking to be a famous YouTuber, every time you upload that video and you are thinking from the end of being the number one YouTuber on YouTube or having how many ever subscribers you want or having whatever you want, then you know that consciousness is the only reality and you are that 100K subscriber YouTuber right now. If you're trying to get, you want to be an influencer on, on Instagram or, or whatever platform, you would upload content being that person that you claim to be right now. So you may only have two followers, but you would actually see 200,000 because that's what you're affirming for, right? So that's why you want to be reminding yourself consciousness is the only one only in true reality one and only reality so anything out there i no longer identify with anything out there is no longer the truth you guys you do not get to decide the when or the how but you do get to decide what thoughts you think you get to choose if a thought is positive or negative you get to choose what meaning you give to a situation. You can just as easily choose a meaning that is beneficial for you. If someone tells you drop dead right now, you can tell, oh, he's so funny. He's just joking. He know he loves me. He know he can't stand when he doesn't talk to me. Because anything they say in the 3D reality, it's just old news. It's not true anymore. You no longer identify with that situation, right? So guys, at the end of the day, the one power you have is you get to choose what you think. Whether you believe in the law of assumption or not, you do, you can tangibly see in your brain that you can control your thoughts. You can decide to give something that's simple a meaning, positive or negative. Like if someone gives you side eye, you don't know if they just stubbed their toe. But instead of, instead of giving it the meaning that that person doesn't like you, you can give it the meaning that, oh, that poor thing, they must have saw something on their phone they didn't like, right? You can decide whether you believe in the law of assumption or not, you can decide not to internalize it. Because at the end of the day, you are your biggest torturer, your biggest bully. Think of all the stories you created about a person based on one simple thing they did or did not do based on something that happened to you from your past. If you look at those reality shows, everyone is living from their past. Everyone is reacting from their past. When you have an irrational outburst, it is from your past. It's probably not even based on this situation. That's why people is usually looking at you like you done lost your mind because they don't know where this outburst came from. So at the end of the day, guys, whether you believe that your thoughts create your reality or not, you can at least admit that you are in control of how you perceive situations. You are in control of how you think. Those two things you know for a fact. You can start seeing the best outcome instead of the worst outcome. That is within your control. What is the harm in feeling good? What is the harm? and leaving your past in the past and seeing the glass half full instead of half empty, right? So if nothing else, if the best you can do for today is to perceive differently, is to not, is to not assign negative reasons behind things, then let's focus on that for today. Let today be the day where we just keep it simple and we assume the best outcome for everything that happens to us today. Can we do that guys? I think we can. So your assignment for today is to assume the very best of everything and everyone. If that is the best you can do today, that will be enough. Okay. So I intend that you have learned something that will help you on your journey to your living your best life. The divinity in me welcomes the divinity in you. I wish you nothing but light, love, and abundance. Light, love, and abundance is all I see. Okay? I will chat with you tomorrow. Rain joy out.